Hello, and welcome to the Beyond 94 Feet podcast. I am Dr. Kim Rogers, and I want to welcome you back. I actually have my trusty sidekick in here with me today, uh, which is my son, who is the self-appointed summer intern, but I doubt he'll say anything. But without further ado, we're going to get started. So when you look at the current landscape um, in the sport community, right? And you know the sport that I talk about the most, which is basketball. As a disclaimer, we love all sports, right? At Beyond 94 Feet, I just happen to gravitate to basketball. It's been that way since childhood. So now we are at the life-changing date for the NBA draft. There are so many thoughts that are out there. We kind of know where number one is going to. It's going to the silver and black, to the San Antonio Spurs, Victor Wimbiyama. And that's going to be a nice fit to see that once in a generational talent and to be in such a historic franchise. And many of you know, the Spurs go all the way back to the ABA, right? And that's part of the unique history about the NBA when you really dig into it, just to see how great that league is. And just sports in general, right? There's a lot of history in sports and life lessons, which is why it fits so nicely when we sit down and talk about different life lessons and leadership. There is always a flashpoint or something you can pull from sports. And that's why I remain so intrigued by sports. But about that draft, right? So if you haven't been paying attention, um, especially today, I looked at today, which is June 19th is Juneteenth, um, just for a point of reference. So Bradley Beal was traded, right? So he's going to be a member of the Phoenix Suns after being in D.C. for so long, I think 11 years he was there. So people are already making moves before we get to the draft. And that's what it's really all about is taking that opportunity to look at where you are and looking ahead of where you could be. And that's about life in general and totality. And when you're looking at where you want to be six months from now, as we're about six months out from the end of the year, Um, And how do you reverse engineer things so you can reach those moments of success? So again, sports, it teaches us that and even more. So it's amazing how we just had the NBA finals and quickly we transitioned to that conversation again about trade talks and what's next for the forthcoming season. So there's this constant flow of productivity. Time is viewed as a valuable asset and it's not wasted. Because there is a sense of urgency to deliver on target and on time. So think about it. In sports, when you pay and you go and watch a sport, you know, you search for the ideal seats, you purchase your ticket, you do backwards planning on arriving on time, you go through that maze for finding parking for some, right? And then you go through screening Then you have to find your seats and the list goes on and on and on. And my trusty sidekick here has been doing a great job as a self-appointed intern for this summer in helping me find, you know, our tickets and parking and everything else. So it's been great being able to walk him through this process. Let's say you go through all those steps that I've mentioned when in actuality I'm missing a few in that process and you sit down And you get to that coveted seat, you know, all that planning and preparation and everything that you did. And let's say the players come out and they sit down and say, um, we'll start sometime in the next hour. You would be outraged. I know I would. And so I would say the same is probably applicable to you. I 
would instantly start thinking about the time, the resources I wasted, and probably make a decision to not return and ask for a refund. So why don't we adopt that same mindset when people waste our time in other settings? Think about that for a moment. So the title of today's episode is, Once You Show Me My Time Is Not Valuable, I'll Think Twice About Wasting On You. I'll say that again. You know I am for the benefit of someone that needs it, right? Again, so once you show me my time is not valuable, I'll think twice about wasting it on you. You have to really look at your time and look at it as being your most valuable commodity, right? Time, it is the ultimate equalizer. We all get the same amount of time in a day, but we don't value it the same. And that's the unknown variable, right? In this episode and just in life in general. I've seen people treat their time as less valuable compared to someone else's time, especially when they think it's someone that has an elite status in their profession or in other aspects of life. So we have those that will view their time and view the time of another person that holds a status in life or a title that they have achieved or has been given to them as being superior to their own time. So they will honor that person's time because of those things that I mentioned, right? Because maybe they think it's going to get them closer to something that they desire. But however, at the same time, they will allow someone else to abuse their time. I want to encourage you that if for no other reason, you should view your time as being at or at a higher level of importance as the person you view as being elite. Why place yourself at a disadvantage? Invariably, we're, we're the number one teacher in this process, right? Because we teach people how to treat us. And that is a result of how we view ourselves. A direct reflection, shall I say, of how we view ourselves and the personal standards that we set for ourselves. If you don't set standards for yourself and how you wish to be treated, then you run the risk of people attaching their own thoughts to how they think you should be treated. And so you're doing a disservice to yourself by not having personal standards, especially standards when it comes to your most valuable commodity, which is your time. So if you're in control of this process, why not place yourself in an elite status and view your time as the same? I don't see it as being an option when it comes to my time. And you shouldn't see it as being an option when it comes to yours, right? Because when you make everything optional, then anything is up for grabs. Let me give you an example. If I have a meeting set and I do put in a buffer, I do have a practical way of looking at when you schedule meetings, right? So to that end, I understand that people invariably run into issues because we're not perfect, right? We're not designed to be that way, right? So from time to time, you have to look at it in a practical way, right? And so that takes having a degree of insight, intuition, and professional standards. And those are things that you should not run out of. I share with you that I allow a 10-minute buffer, 10 minutes on the dot. If I don't hear from you or if a member of the Beyond 94 Feet team does not hear from you, you know, by way of communication to say you'll be running late, 
we move on. There is no if, ands, or buts about it. We move on. We see it this way because, again, your time is your most valuable commodity. We look at it from this standpoint. There was a scheduled meeting. If you knew you were running late or had the possibility of being late, you knew it before the meeting actually started. So that's where that insight, intuition, and professional standards, it comes into play. By simply extending that professional courtesy, it has to be there. Because again, you're talking about the most valuable resource that you have and that the other person has. So there has to be a level of standards that's set, right? Because if not, you run the risk of not understanding how precious those moments are when time is given to you. That's the most important gift that a person can give to you is to give their time. Because they're making a deliberate decision to say, I am giving you something that you can never give back to me. Think about that. They are giving you something that you can never give back to them. So it has to be personal. It has to be deliberate. And you have to look at it from a different lens and a different mindset. And once that sinks into your thought process, it causes this natural shift where it requires you to make adjustments in how you view time. Make adjustments in how you deal with people that don't respect your time. So once that thought process starts to resonate with you, um, you have non-negotiables and you make sure that you honor those non-negotiables because at the end of the day, we're teaching people how to treat us. And if we don't have professional standards, then everything is up for grabs. So how will you operate Will you allow things to continue to go as status quo? Will you see your time as something you have an unlimited supply of? Or will you raise a standard and see your time as your most valuable commodity? And you are the caretaker of that commodity. It takes on a different meaning once you realize you are the caretaker and you are entrusted to carefully examine your time and how you use it. That means examining who gets your time, who gets your attention, and by the way, who gets your energy. You have to know your worth and realize some of the demands that many place on you. You you cannot honor everything, right? Because it's about being in your purpose. But if you're going to be in your purpose, you have to value your time. And you have to know that When you value your time and you're the caretaker of that valuable commodity and you view your time as being valuable, you have to think about the things that automatically pull away from those precious 24 hours we have. Think about it. We spend about maybe some, right? Eight hours a day working in a primary occupation. Needs that be you include your commute time, um, your, your preparation, and maybe your commute back home, right? In some way, shape, or fashion, on average, even if you're an entrepreneur, that's about eight hours a day, right? So you look at the fact that if you have a family, if you're spending time with your family, again, we're taken away from those 24 hours. You have self-care, you have hobbies. When do you have time left to allow someone to waste it? We don't. So for me and me only, once you show me my time is not valuable, I think twice about wasting it on you. And that is my non-negotiable. 
I challenge you to make it yours. And I want to encourage you to continue walking in your purpose and operating in your gift to become unbreakable. Connect with us on Instagram at beyond94feet, and that's spelled out the entire way, or on our website at beyond94ft.com, and I'll see you on the other side.